Reverend John Autry is going to take his first time to stand behind the secret desk.
is somebody the first time they get up. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm just making it worse for him, I know. But you gotta, it'll, it'll be all right. But if he helps you tonight, please let him know he helps you. Pat him on his back. He's done a good job, Brother John. Let him know he's done a good job. And be attentive and listen. And for God's sake, respond better than you do to me sometimes. Amen. 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 I'm not joking. Respond better than you do to me sometimes. You ought to respond to me too. Sometimes it's just Brother Orton. We hear him all the time. And you're going to keep on hearing me too. So just give me a response. Appreciate Brother John. Love you, brother. Preach the word of God just tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. 
he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sing, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand, called him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Those voice, those verses, they say an awful lot of 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 us being Christian, you know. And forgive me when I say Christian's a very overused word, very overused word nowadays. Because everybody that you run into is a Christian, right. whether they live right or they don't live right, they're a Christian. Amen. But it it says a lot of what you know when we first get in church, how we become so involved and so enthused of what of what God has for us. You know, we first walk into church, we want, we want everything that we can possibly get. You know, we walk through the back doors, we, we sit down in the back pew, as I did. We get a little bit closer, we get a little bit closer, we get a little bit closer to the point that we step up and we finally start worshiping God. And when He sees what we're doing, He finally gives us something, we get afraid. And we start to fall. We we back off a lot of what we do. And it to me it it, it makes a lot of sense, but it don't make sense for I've, I've done it myself. We so you know, we we want to look at when we get up and do for God and we start walking in the light and we start walking with him and we see how hard this is, we wanna back off and we wanna sit down. We don't want anything else to do with it. But we need not do that. You know, we, 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 we look at everything, the way the world is, and the way that, that we live our life, and it's not the life that, it's not our life to live. You know, he, he made us to, to commune with him, to, to be with him, to have somebody to talk to and confide in. I mean, we, we ourselves want the exact same thing. You know? And we want to blame not only ourselves, but we want to blame other people. You know? And that's the number one thing. We blame somebody else. Oh, well, you know, this one's not doing this, and this one's not doing that. We can't lay the blame on anybody else. It's our fault. It's our fault that we don't step up. It's our fault that we don't live the way we're supposed to live. That's right. Amen. God grants us an opportunity. He gives us a chance. We're the ones that have to step up. We have to step out in faith and do for him whether we really want to or not. Because that's what he wants from us. We live our life for him, not for ourselves. 
You know, not for the next person sitting beside us, not for the person we have at home. We live our life for God and God alone. Amen. That's the way it's supposed to be. Or that's that's the way that I feel it's supposed to be. You know. You know, Brother Daniel said it too often, and I've heard it so many times, you know. If you don't use what God gives you, he'll give it to somebody else. Amen. You know, I walked I walked in my life for I mean, I'm 32 years old. I've known for a while what, about what I'm supposed to do. But I walked away from it, you know. And there's been plenty of other people that I've known that, that's gotten called and have done this and done that. Only because I was too selfish in my own time, in my own heart, in my own way, to do for God. When, you know, he's already done so much for me. He's lived. He lived. This life to show us, he lived his life to show us the way we need to live our lives. Amen. You know, if, if if we had only the faith of him, you know, that we wouldn't have to worry about having a doctor to heal us. If we could heal us, we could heal them. Amen. We wouldn't have to worry about, you know, depression and anxiety problems and nervous problems and all stuff like that. It wouldn't exist. Amen. But Amen. we're too scared most of the time to step out. Know, step up to what God has for us and live for Him because we're afraid somebody's going to laugh at us. Amen. We're afraid somebody's going to look at us and say, what are they doing? Tomorrow. It don't matter what you do or Amen. what they do. It's you that has to answer. You've got to answer for yourself. They don't have to answer for you. You don't have to answer for them. Amen. Tomorrow, Whatever we do in our life, we have to answer for. Amen. And for me, I, I'd rather much answer for a good deed in my life than have to answer for a bunch of bad ones. Amen. You know, as, as we go through the motions of every day, of, of life in general, you know, God don't want us to live, you know, day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute, you know, wondering where this is going to come from, where that's going to come from, you know, wondering about our families constantly. He, he don't want that for us. He, he don't. He wants us to. He wants us to live for Him, for Him. He wants us to be a light unto this world, you know, to, to be a, the people that He called us to be. To show people that this life is for real. It's not just a joke. It ain't just something that's happened. That's right. It's not just the next fad. Because there's the next fad, it would have died out years ago and it wouldn't be going strong today. Right. You know, Justin Bieber and all them are just a fad. Five years from now, you won't even know who the man is. You know, Twilight. I mean, it don't make a bit of sense. We can go out and live that way but and let people laugh at you, but you can't stand up and live for God and let somebody laugh at you. You know, the Lord is worth everything that we can do. And I mean everything we can do, not from just a little bit, not from just, you know, the tiny the, the tiniest thing. I mean, yeah, if you have to scrub a toilet like Brother Daniel said, or if you if you have to pick up a piece of paper, you know, it's still for God's kingdom, yeah, no matter which way you look at it. We have to live this thing, we have to do this right, because if we don't, we have a, we're gonna be in trouble. Amen. If we don't live this life according to his word, according to his laws. You know, I, I don't want to have to think of burning, burning hell for eternity. I don't want to think about that, about having to hear every word that every preacher has ever said to me over and over and over again and have to sit there and go, man, I was, I was stupid. I, that's the easiest place to say it. It's just from being stupid. You know, uh,
how to live, don't look at me. I do, in all honesty, fall short of God every day of my life. But we we do, we all do more to an extent every day, no matter which way we look at it. You know, we can be the utmost Christian in the world. We can read our Bible every day. We can pray without ceasing. We can do this and we can do that. But there's still something we're going to fall short of, of what He wants from us. That's right. But that's why He wants us to strive to be like Him, to strive to be the people that He wants us to be. Amen. We need to figure out that what we're missing is worth so much more than what we have. I don't have a lot. Never have had a lot. But what I missed out of in church and what I missed out of with God is a lot more than I've ever had in my life. I'm thankful for what he's given me. I'm thankful for what he's done in my life. I'm thankful for saving me. I'm thankful for saving my life twice. I've lived a hard life. I've lived a tough life. I've lived every life. I've lived a life most people in here probably have in their lives. I've done most of what people have. I've done some things. <laughs> Quite rightfully, make you blush. But, you know, that that's in the past. Amen. You know, that, that, that was good. I, I don't have to worry about that no more. I'm, I'm, I'm a son of God. Amen. I'm going to live my life the way I'm supposed to live. I'm going to be the best I can to live my life the way I need to live. But you know, I mean, if you think about it, here we are, we're sitting here again through just, just, just another service. And you know, some of you are sitting there going, well, I'll be glad when he gets down, I'll be glad when we get to, you know, go outside and play, and we get to do this, and we get to do that. That's, we need to change our, 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 our mindset on this. You know, we don't need to worry about, you know, going home or, you know, uh, what am I going to eat when I get home? Or I wonder who's winning the ball game right now. Or, you know, uh, well, tomorrow's so-and-so's birthday. I wonder what they're having to eat for their, for their dinner. We don't need to worry about that. We need to worry about right now and if we're right with God. Amen. We need Amen. to worry if we're the people we need to be. And if we can, when we get to heaven, if he call, when he calls our name, when we get up there and he goes, what have you done for me? We can give them an honest opinion and say everything that I could. Amen. We don't need to. The excuses are they're they're weak and pathetic. Amen. Pretty much all I can say. Excuses for living for God is it is pathetic nowadays. You know, oh I can't do it because oh, oh, my leg hurts. Oh big whoop! I about lost a foot. I can do it. Come on, that's it. <laughs> Amen. Somebody laugh at me. I've been laughed at my whole entire life. It ain't gonna hurt me to get laughed at the rest of my life. Amen. 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 Not for Jesus. Come on. You know, I, you know, I, well, if I get up, then the pew might move away. Well, if the pew moves, then it's God that moved it and told you to get out of the way and get up there anyway. Amen. I don't know. It don't make any sense. The excuses. You know, God, all God wants is us to step up. You know, he wants us to step out. He wants us to do for him. And if we can't, then we just need to sit down and get out of the way and let somebody else that wants to get it. That's right. Because if you don't want it, there's somebody here that does. Amen. There's somebody here that wants to get God. There's somebody that's looking for him. 
And with you sitting in the way, how is God supposed to get done? Amen. We God the way I need to live. I try to live for God the way I need to live. Like I said, I'm not perfect, never will be. But he seems to do so much for me. You know, I've got a beautiful I've got a beautiful wife and great He saved a wretched soul like me. And has turned his back on him time and time and time and time again. And he never left me nor forsaken me. He gave me what I needed most, and that was his love. You know. It don't matter if I've got the love of anybody else in this world. As long as I've got his love, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Come on, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, he filled, he, he, he filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I thank him that he gave me a day for Amen. You know, when it first happened, I didn't know what was going on. I, I've always, when I was raised, I was raised, you know, time for something that, that didn't happen. You know, I'm the type of person that there might be a few of them here tonight that have sit back and go, well, speaking of times, you're not supposed to do that. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, it's the truth. It happened. That's the way it's supposed to be. Amen. You know, that's what Acts 238 says. I can't quote it right offhand. I forgot to write it down. Lord, forgive me. Everybody I've ever run into, I'm a Christian. Okay. 
I'm glad. And I'm sorry, but you, you see some of them, and they go out, and they party, they get drunk, they get out, they go to church Sunday morning. I'm the one can't do that. Amen. I, I, I can't. Not, not me. You know, I mean, I'd be afraid of what God's going to do to me if I got something like that. You know? I'd hate, I'd hate to know that I could come to church and, and, and be completely messed up or something like that, and then walk out of here, and God said, all right, fine. You're done. And I have to go in front of him, and he looks at me and goes, well, you know what happened? Uh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, you know, I, I'd, hate to, I'd hate to have him look at me and say, what works have you done tonight? And, you know, you tell him your works, and he, he looks at me and goes, well, leave me in, and look where I'm going to be. It don't matter what we do in life. If it's not for him, it don't matter to heal me. You know, I could, I could go out, and I could, I could invest in the stock market, I could do this, I could do that. You know, I could, I could come up with more money than Carter's got oats, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't make a bit of difference to me. If I died today, I could take it with me. Amen. i got something I can, knowing that's God. Amen. You know, that's the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's what he gave me, that's what I'm going to live for, and that's what I'm taking with me. Yeah, I don't build my treasures here on this earth, I build my treasures for heaven. Amen. You know, if I had to come to church, if I come to church for what I have here on earth, I wouldn't walk through the door. Because I don't have a whole lot. It's, it's the truth. But I come to church and I do I worship my God. And I try to spread his gospel because Amen. of what I have waiting for me. Amen. If he can take six days and create what we see here, imagine what it could be like in over 2,000 years. Amen. That's going to be the prettiest thing you ever seen in your life. I've got a beautiful wife, but it's going to outdo her by far. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, here, 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 here's something else though that, I, that I've seen in the church. You know, uh, when we're in church, we're happy. We're so loving. We're loving to one another. We give everything we can to everybody. But once we walk out the door, you know, we walk, we go to Walmart, or we go to a friend's house, or we go to a family's house, or something like that, you know. Our Christian lifestyle, you know, it kind of blows away with the wind. I, for one, can't do that. What you see today is what you see when I'm at my I mean, that's my wife. I drove her crazy. Mom. <laughs> I don't live perfect by no means, but I do the best that I can. We can ever afford not to live this life the way we need to hang Jesus back on the cross because he's already done it once. He don't need to do it again. We can't live our life according to what we want. Our life isn't worth it. Because if it wasn't for him, we would have it. That's right, bro. That's right. You know, we can do all things through Christ which strengths us. That's Philippians 4 verse 19. More or less in a roundabout way.
to the Lord above yesterday's road. And not back down. And not ever, ever turn our backs on somebody that's never turned their backs on the wrong road. We said we can never afford to turn back on ourselves. You know, like I said, we, we turn our backs not only on our Christian brothers and Christian sisters, but we turn our back on God. We turn our back on God. And it don't have to be just you, you, you know, your, your friends in church. You turn your back on everybody. You know, if you walk down the road and you see somebody that's like, wow, look what they're, how they're you don't know when God, that God might be working on that person right there on that spot. Amen. Love them. Love them. You know, in Mark 12, 29, 31, it says, And Jesus answered him, The first of all commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. Now shalt love the Lord, the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. The second is like maybe this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Amen. That's right, brother. Exactly. You know, out of all the commandments, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not have no false gods before me. Forgive me, I can't say them all. But out of all of them, these are the two great the, 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 two of the greatest commandments of the greatest commandments of the gun all the gun laws. We, without love for our neighbors, without love for everybody here, we can't love ourselves. Amen. That verse up there, please. We can't. You know, I can say that I love everybody here, and I do love everybody. I love everybody I've ever run into. I pray for each and every one of you. And like I said, I fall short every day. I don't pray as much as I should. When I do pray, I pray for each and every one. God knows who I'm praying for. Y'all are on my mind constantly. That's what he said. Love thy neighbor as I love thyself. And we have to love God. That's right. We have to love God. We have to give God 110% of everything we are. If we stop at just 100, it's still too short for him. When we're we're at the altar. We can't just give 99.9% to God. That's right. He wants 100% or he don't want anything. Amen. He's worthy of everything that I can ever do for him. He ought to be worthy for everything that you can do. Amen. You know, he's the one that got beat. I wasn't. Amen. He was the one that packed the cross. I wasn't. He was the one that got the Nails shoved through his hands or his, his wrist and his, and his feet. I was. And he was the one that looked up at him and said, Lord, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Even in the troubling times that he was going through, he still loved everybody that he ever came in contact with. And we can't even do that for the simplest of things. We can't even love everybody the way we're supposed to love. Even when he was beat, he was tormented, he was to the brink of death, he still loved them. And they had a chance, like we do, tonight, to make sure that we make heaven our home. But we have to step out. We have to step up and do this. 
or just sit there and, and, and just get out of the way. Let somebody else that does want it step up and come forward. Let somebody else do what they're supposed to do. Don't be scared of what anybody might think of you. It don't matter what they think of you. The only person that matters is God. What he thinks of you is the greatest thing that can ever come to you. If he loves you as much as, as he loves everybody else, you've got the greatest thing that you've ever had in this life. And, you're, and his love. Come on. But we, we can't. We can't bring it to ourselves. We can't get off of our own selfish needs, our own selfish doubts, our own worries, our own things that are going on at home. To even give the simplest amount of time to God. You know, give five minutes of reading the Bible, five minutes of prayer. But yet we can spend five minutes on Facebook, five minutes sitting there talking to our best friend on the, on the cell phone or texting. You know, we can we can sit there and we can go out and, 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 and get a cold beer with a friend, but we can't spend ten minutes reading the Bible. And communion with God for the reason that he made us for. He didn't make us just to walk this earth and die and be buried in the ground and turn into dirt. That ain't what happened. He made us to be able to have somebody down here to talk to. Could you imagine being alone, not having anybody to talk to? But then being powerful enough to snap your fingers and everything being existing? I tell you what, my God's powerful. My God's mighty. I don't, Lord. You know, if you go downstairs and you look, you look on the bathroom door. I think it's still there. You don't say it. It says something to the effect that you know you never know you might be the key to the service. You know, basically meaning that if you decide just to sit there, there might be somebody watching. There might be somebody looking at you going, there is somebody. you know, if, if they would only move. Yeah. Amen. You know, if they would only get up and praise God. You know, if they would only do this, if they would only do that. Maybe maybe I would do it. Amen. But therein goes the, the simple fact again. We can't get over ourselves. We just can't do it. We're too busy. Somebody might laugh at me. Somebody might look, you know. You know, if I get up there and start speaking in tongues, you know, all my friends at school might disown me. Or all my friends at work might disown me if they find out who I actually am in church. But oh well, I can, I can act this way in church and I can go home and act the way I want to. No, you can't. Amen. No, you can't. You can be a so-called Christian or you can't be a Christian. Amen. Plain and simple. You step up to the plate and hit a home run or ground out. And go back to the dugout. I guess it's about the easiest way. Or if you like football, score a touchdown or fumble it one or two. If you like basketball, make a three pointer or get it stolen from you. Either way you want to go with it. Either way you like the analogy. Step up, step out, and do this thing right. Or get out of the way and let somebody else that wants it and that enjoys it do what they're called to do. Don't, don't just do this because it seems like it's the right thing to do. Do it because you're supposed to do it. Don't stand up and say you're something when you're not. Don't stand up and do this and, and you know, and speak in tongues and go back and go to work the next day or go to school the next day and cuss like a sailor. It don't work that way, guys. It just... 
It don't work that way. We we need to live this life the way that he wants us to live it. Or, you know, one day when, when he comes back, when he's with that beast of shine, we're going to be in major trouble. Because then we're going to look up and we're going to go, what about me? What about you? You've never done nothing for me. The Bible don't guarantee we're going to heaven. I mean, if we do His will and His work and His way, and we stay and we repent for our sin, Amen. Daily. Yes. That's what it means. Repent daily. Don't just come up here to the altar on Thursday and Sunday and repent. Because it don't matter. If you leave here and you go home and you live through the night and you go home tomorrow or you go through your day tomorrow and you mess up and you goof off and you do what you want to do and you live the life the way that you want to live it and then you end up in a car wreck tomorrow night, the sins you've done that day can damn you for eternity. Pardon my language. We can't do this. It, it, it don't it don't make a bit of sense to me. How somebody can choose heaven over hell. Or hell over heaven. Amen. Lord forgive me for that. <laughs> I for one don't want to burn. No. I for one don't want to hear the screaming and the crying and the gnashing of teeth. No. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see any of y'all here. Down there. I want to see every one of you in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. I want to rejoice Amen. for the rest of eternity with my God that died for my sins. That I can give at least what I owe him to him for the rest of my life. For the rest of the time that I walk on this earth. We need to decide to do the same thing. We need to decide to give everything we've got to you know, if there's one aspect in your life that you bow down to the devil, man, guess who your Lord is? Don't miss that. scary to think that there might be one little bitty thing in my life that I don't really realize that I'm doing. That I'm bowing down to the devil for, instead of bowing down to the Lord. It's a scary, scary, scary
God knows how much I hate heights, but if I have to get in an airplane and go somewhere, I'm going. He knows how much I hate fighting, but if I have to walk through the jungle to help somebody out, I'm going to walk through the jungle. I'm going to do it for him. I'm going to do it for him. Because he is worth everything that I've got. He's worth more than I've ever done in my life for anything else. He's worth more than any time I've ever worked on a car and tried to make it better. He's worth any, He's worth more than you know every second that I've ever given my wife and my family. You know how he's worth more than everything that I've ever owned. Because of the stuff here we can't take with us. I can't take this clothes. I can't take these clothes with me. Of course, I hope I got clothes on my butler. It's been an awful bad sight, but still. Nothing here on this earth we have can we take with us. But the love that he gives, we can take that. That's a given. Exactly, that's what isn't but for a little time. You sit down and think a hundred years, well, what's the average living life for a man and a woman? Like 60, 70 years, something like that. <coughs> However many years it may be. That you, that's not even a bat of an eyelash for the Lord. You know, I mean, that's, that, that's not even breathing in heaven because it's continuous joy. No pain, no strife, no, no anger. There's, there's nothing up there. You know, there's no darkness. I, for one, know that where pain is, she'll be glad. She's got death dark. <laughs> and so is that. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but, you know, I know for one, they'll be glad. There'll be no more darkness. I ain't got to worry about stepping in that corner and it being dark and they going, man, we could be in there dragging. The only thing that's going to grab you up there is God. He's going to reach down. He's going to grab you around your neck. He's going to hug you. And he's going to say, I'm glad you're home. I love you. Or I love you and I miss you. Man, that, that makes it all worth it. Yes, sir. Yes, it does. Makes it all worth it. I know I haven't said a lot of scriptures tonight. I know I haven't. You know, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not perfect. God, give me. Give me this. You know, I just, I hope and pray that if there's just a little tiny hint of something got attached somewhere in your life, that maybe one day, and one day soon, it'll grow and it'll bloom into a beautiful tree or to a beautiful rose. You know, and I can look back and say, I remember what you used to be. Man, you look so much better now. When I first walked through them doors back there, I guess you'd call me one of the biggest hypocrites there was. I walked in here and I knew what this church was. I knew it was the Holy Ghost trying to fix the church. You know? And I was the one standing back there in the corner. And everybody was up here praying. Praise the Lord, speaking in tongues, laughing at him. I'm like, why not? And for some of us here today, that's what it is. 
can take I can also say that I've lived a lifestyle that would make it strange. I've been through some things in my life that would drag a normal man to his grave. But I thank God I'm not a normal man. I'm a son of God. Which makes me extraordinary. Which makes me special, right? My special is extra special. Although sometimes I you know, I guess in closing, I guess uh, if somebody could come and pray or whatever, you know, you know, like that, you know, if we, if we can get that song, Cassie Crown song, Voice of Truth into Your Heart. You know, it says, If I could step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown with Jesus, you know, if we could grab and reach for his hand and let, let him have us and mold us into what he wants, our lives are going to be better. Our lives are going to be stronger. Our lives are going to be worth a lot more than what they are now. Because if you're not living for God, you're not calling on God, you dare call anybody worth it. The life that you have would be a lot more plentiful and a lot more bountiful if you just bow down and, and live for God. You know, if a church in a hole could live for God and could do this, you know, we could. Our church. I'm not just. I'm not talking about Star. I'm not talking about every church in Marion. I'm not talking about every church in the world. Talking about this church right here, Harvest House. If we can do this thing right, if we can live for God the way we're supposed to live, we're not going to stop at Marion, guys. You know, 3,000 people ain't going to be nothing for us. You know, Western Kentucky ain't going to be, ain't, ain't, Western Kentucky ain't going to be able to hold the revival that we're going to show this world. The United States ain't going to be able to hold this revival. Come on. But if we can't, speak, we can't do this, we can't do it right.
It's not safe, but I know that I've gotta make a change